Congratulations are in order to Mr. Carl Melton and candidate John Block who prevailed in maintaining the Sanctuary City of the Unborn Resolution that was submitted by them via a special city commission meeting. Per a press release which was released from the city of Alamogordo at 3.50 p.m. today Alamogordo, New Mexico Tuesday, September 13, 2022. A petition to take Resolution 2022-38, passed by City Commission on August 2, 2022, at a special meeting, for referendum was filed with the City Clerk on September 1, 2022. In accordance with NMSA 1978 Section 315. Petitions, examinations of signatures, purging, judicial review, and in consultation with the Secretary of State and New Mexico Municipal League, the petition did not meet the statutory requirements. As such, the city will take no additional action on this matter. This recap is being researched at 11.33 p.m. and a press release above from the city of Alamogordo was posted to the city website and Facebook seven hours ago. A small group of citizens led by a young lady fighting cancer, Ashley Myers, decided they would start a petition to gather signatures in hopes of forcing a special election to determine if the resolution should stand. The group gathered over 507 valid signatures of 589 needed to be turned in to the county clerk, 10 days ago, to verify. Tuesday, the group of petitioners learned the fate of their petition, first via a post by John Block that predated the city of Alamogordo's official Facebook post and released by one hour. The city clerk's office issued a letter, via Facebook, one hour after Block's post, stating that the petition did not garner enough valid signatures to force the measure on a special election ballot. Case closed? Maybe, maybe not. What has occurred is domestic partners, Melton and Block have deeply divided the community into factions of distrust and bitterness versus uniting the community around issues that need community collaboration such as crime prevention and business development. The group had faced huge pushback from conservative pundits, including John Block, a blogger and the GOP nominee for state rep in Otero County. Block also attended the January 6th Capitol riot but never faced charges. Block's domestic partner, Carl Melton, was recently appointed to a vacancy on the Alamogordo City Commission. In an email sent out to supporters today, Block said the pro-abort radicals are likely going to show up in full force and try and intimidate the commissioners, spewing vicious personal attacks and tired anti-life talking points. During the August 3rd meeting Block made false claims that there are no medical reasons why a woman would ever need an abortion. Access to abortion services is limited in Otero County and Alamogordo. According to the Guttmacher Institute, a reproductive rights advocacy organization, 91% of Annan counties had no clinics that provided abortions in 2017, and 48% of New Mexico women lived in counties without clinics. Both of those percentages are higher than national averages despite Block's claim that NM taxpayers forked over a staggering amount for abortions in the past two years. Ashley Myers supporters spoke at the city commission meeting Tuesday night expressing dissatisfaction with their loss with them reviewing rather they have any options to appeal the decision of signatures that were rejected. LBGTQ Republican candidate John Block posted a story via Pinon Post, one hour before the city posted their position on their website. The timing of that post via the Pinon Press one hour prior to the city releasing the official press release raises many legal questions. Block titled the article in a manner that implies the activism of Ashley Myers failed miserably. Any public participation in political discourse regardless of the outcome should be applauded as that is the activism our founding fathers hoped for. 
A diversity of dialogue and debate leads to good governance. Candidate Block then went on to attack the mayor, a news source operated by an Otero County Republican and gloated with glee versus covering a story with humility and grace as winners with grace and humility under God on their side. The humble Christian receives more grace. 1 Peter 5 5. The two GOP, LBGTQ leaders, Melton and Block claim to be fundamentalist Christian. But as such does fundamentalism allow for a LBGTQ lifestyle? Does it allow one to pick and choose which biblical principles one will follow? Their support of the sanctuary city for the unborn they claim, is led by their Christian beliefs. It would seem they are picking and choosing which of those Christian beliefs they choose to follow. Living as an example of grace, in grace, and in humility apparently is not part of the example they choose to live by based upon the Pinon Post article posted today. God does not want believers to live by law, but by the Holy Spirit. Whether someone is living by law, God's law or man-made laws, or by grace is determined by two key issues. 1. The issue of motivation, why you do what you do. Under law, a person works in order to earn the acceptance of God. Under grace, a person trusts in Jesus Christ as his slasher acceptance and works out of love and gratitude. 2. The issue of use of power or authority, how you do what you do. Under law, a person lives from his own power and resources. Under grace, a person lives by Christ's life and power imparted by the Holy Spirit. Humility and submission go hand in hand. God's Word tells us that, as Christians, we are to submit to one another in lowliness of mind. Likewise you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another, and be clothed with humility, for God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. 1 Peter 5 5-6 By being submissive and clothing ourselves with humility we can create peace and unity with the others. We are not to be so proud and high up that we can't accept correction or exhortation. Neither should we be of the mindset that our own opinions and thoughts always are better than the others. Such thinking won't lead us to any progress or unity in Christ. Mr. Block in his Pignon Press post falsely claimed that the mayor and commissioner McDonald were pro-abortion. This is completely counter to statements either individual has made in the past. Both have expressed, this issue is not an issue for the city to take on as it is out of the city legal schema of authority. Few people are pro-abortion or pro-death. Even those pushing for the repeal of the resolution, most just felt the issue was out of scope of local political leadership based upon state law. Out of scope is far different than pro-abortion but at times personal bias in the cloud of holy war can fog the path to humility and grace. Republican, LBGTQ candidate Block posted the pro-life measure passed in August with support from all but two apparently pro-abortion members, Mayor Susan Payne and Commissioner Sharon McDonald, on the seven-member commission. Knowing these individuals are public figures, he posted this false statement which if they did not hold public office would be considered liable, slanderous and could negatively impact their private business and community relationships. While the actions by Mr. Block and Mr. Melton might not be illegal given the mayor and commissioner are public figures, their false assertions are unethical and certainly not biblical in grace or humility. We are not to be so proud and high up that we can't accept correction or exhortation. Neither should we be of the mindset that our own opinions and thoughts always are better than the others. While this LBGTQ political duo duped a large portion of the public into believing they were acting in good faith under the grace of God to protect the unborn, what they actually exposed was a lack of personal grace and humility under the teachings of God.
They showed how to further divide a community, rather than seek opportunities to unite it around meaningful legislation that has the power of law. The resolution they supported has no force of law and has no legal authority to stop an abortion within Alamogordo. State law does not allow a local government from stopping an abortion. Finally they demonstrated that they allowed their personal bias to get in the way of truth. Their attack on the mayor was unwarranted and unethical. They attack on an alternative news source and personal attack against the founder, further demonstrates their lack of tolerance of voices other than their own. Alamogordotownnews.com congratulates Mr. Block and Mr. Melton on their victory. We won't disparage those of opinions different than ours with lies. We won't dig into their past to discreet them. Jesus taught in the parable of the sheep and the goats, Matthew 25, 36, that people who help those in prison will go to heaven. This is because Jesus identifies himself with the outcasts, including prisoners. Those who treat the outcasts well will have eternal life, which means they will go to heaven. Rehabilitation and forgiveness of past transgressions are the teachings of Christ. We will however expose when a political leader acts in a manner that is unethical or represents statements such as those by the mayor falsely. Lord Acton writes to Bishop Creighton in a series of letters concerning the moral problem of writing history about the Inquisition. Acton believes that the same moral standards should be applied to all men, political and religious leaders included, especially since, in his famous phrase, power tends to corrupt and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mr. Melton and Mr. Block, please act with humility and grace in your daily acts of leadership. Please embrace those that differ from you in opinions with seeking bridges of collaboration please act with maturity under grace and humility thus humanity. Please don't fall in love with the corruption of power but act under the grace and humility of a loving God. Congratulations, you may run a victory lap. But was it worth it? Does it feel victorious and is it an act of grace to go after a girl dying of cancer, Ashley Meyer, who was following her conscious? Does it bring you joy to disparage the mayor and individuals investing in the growth of Alamogordo? Are you happy you created the division felt within Alamogordo, a community faced with rising crime, businesses desperately seeking staff and crumbling infrastructure? Was this highest and best use of the leadership pulpit and will this resolution success bring jobs, reduce crime and solve issues of business growth within Alamogordo? Dash 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 Pinon Post story posted one hour prior to city-sponsored statement posted to the public. Stay connected. Subscribe to free email updates from Second Life Media Alamogordo. Sign up.